2: Good Tuesday morning to you, Greg DeMarco here, Chair Shot Radio. Man, I am dying, I just got out of CrossFit, you guys know I'm I'm the avid CrossFitter, so I'm sitting in the car, I got the AC on, so if you hear that, you know, don't really care, I'm sorry, but but the the quality of what I'm saying should be better than the quality of the audio you're hearing if that makes any sense but really i'm just here to entertain you kick off your tuesday morning well thank you so much for listening thank you so much for supporting everything that we do here at the chair shot radio network it is april april things start to dip a little bit so those monumental climbs that we've had will probably level off steady out maybe even go down a little bit Um, but we'll still keep that momentum going all the way through the summer the nfl draft and so much more as we prep ourselves for WrestleMania 38, it's all that, that, that's the yearly cycle, right? WrestleMania to WrestleMania, and a whole bunch of cool shit happens in between. So, thank you for listening, being a part of what we do here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. As you know, this title of this episode is The Blank Business. I'm not necessarily gonna talk about the hurt business. I know we're all sad about Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Hopefully, that thing works out for them in the end, because that was kind of the best thing that happened to both of those guys. But that is not what this is about. Uh, This is about business in general and how business decisions uh, are just that. They're business decisions. Sometimes we don't like them. But they're the, the decisions that have to be made. And we're going to talk more about that here in a moment. Uh, of course, I, my name is Greg DeMarco. You can follow me on social media at ChairShotGreg. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram, for me, is where I do a lot of the updating on the personal stuff, things that uh, are going on with me from a health perspective, fitness perspective, and some wrestling. Twitter is all about arguing about pro wrestling, telling you you're stupid, depending on what you think or telling you you're really smart depending on what you think and facebook is kind of that catch-all everything that's going on in the world of wrestling health family all of it happens on facebook also the most updates on izw wrestling which is the wrestling company that i promote sorry patrick o'dowd i know it came up three minutes into the show but uh all those updates happen there as well so that's where you can find all of that this show ChairShot Radio is part of the ChairShot Radio network, which you can find at thechairshot.com. It also streams on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, Google Play, and so much more. You can also... Uh, So actually, go ahead, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow along with the website and listen to all this at TheChairShot.com and follow that social media handle. All three, again, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Chairshot Media. So lots of places that you can follow along, lots of ways that you can get involved. Now, uh, again, I just want to thank you for being a big supporter of everything we do. And another way you can support all of that is by heading over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Now you can get your very own chair shot t-shirt. We got the classic logo t-shirts. We got the always use your head t-shirt. One of my favorite shirts is my green army green always use your head shirt. Highly recommend that one. We've also got Shirts for the podcast. Shirts for the characters. You can get a Queen of Soft Style shirt. You can get the hashtag Save Tag Team Wrestling shirt. A Bandwagon Nerd shirt. A Winner Is You shirt. You can get the Platt Blast 2020 Campaign shirt. Everybody Hates Greg. Baron Corbin Sucks. Hashtag Journalism. Jesus Did The Job. Chair Shot Worldwide. And so many more just by taking your happy self on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and throwing some support our way as part of your listening to The Chair Shot Radio Network and Chair Shot Media and what we have to provide here at the website. So thank you so much for being a part of it all. We're going to talk about business today because business is what makes the world go round. Look, capitalism is sometimes a dirty word, okay? But... Most of us wouldn't have a job, most of us wouldn't have a career, most of us wouldn't have a lot of the things that we have without capitalism. I know some of you are tuning out before we even get to the first commercial break based on what I'm saying, and if so, I apologize to you and and to everybody around you because It's just a fact of life, you know The the best kind of friends you can have Are the ones who just tell you like it is Who will flat out tell you This may not be what you want to hear But this is the truth And then boom, they lay it on you They lay that truth on you And you just gotta deal with it And that's what we're gonna talk about today On this The Blank Business episode Of Chair Shot Radio But again, look What they did with the Hurt Business sucks In WWE, I hate it too I am on your side. You and Greg DeMarco are a team when it comes to the Hurt Business in WWE. But we're going to talk about other facets, facets of business on the other side. So stick around. We're going to talk about the blank business
3: on ChairShot Radio.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
3: Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. We are back. Thank you so
2: much for listening to those commercials. Even the commercials support everything that we do here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. Now, the inspiration for this week's, uh, this this day's edition of Chair Shot Radio, you know it's a daily fix. I'll get into that during the third part of the show. But the reason, the impetus, the inspiration behind all of this is the announcement today after all of the rumors on Sunday? So, today being Monday when I record this, about the formation of the Super League. The Super League in the world of football, uh, better known as, as soccer here in America and, and football everywhere else. And what's going on is basically you've got the 12 best teams from all the different national leagues coming together and basically saying, well, You guys are cool, we like being in your national leagues. But we believe in our marketing power, our value, our popularity, not necessarily our success level, not necessarily our skill and our acumen, although there's a lot of success amongst those clubs, but saying we believe in our drawing power that we can come together and make this Super League and make a shitload of money. And that's where it all comes down to. It's not about competition, because if it was about competition... They'd find a way to develop this Super League and somebody qualify for it. But that's the UEFA Champions League. So, so that's not even something that that can, can do that. You've got, you know, what, six teams out of the Premier League or four teams out of the Premier League? I can't even remember. And, and so many others that are coming together and forming this 12-team Super League and calling it the Super League. Now, the leagues they're coming from, not too happy about that. In fact, kind of fucking pissed. And I understand where they're coming from. And some of them might uh, oust those teams from those leagues, which which we'll talk about that here in a minute. Some of them are, are not letting them qualify for competition like the Champions League. And, and really just trying to blackball them and really strong on strong arm them into not doing that. And I don't know if I like that, to be 100% honest with you. I don't know if I agree with that, to be 100% honest with you. And I'll tell you why here in a second, but. Let me talk to you about why I believe these clubs are doing what they're doing and trying to form the Super League. So what we got going on in the Super League is, again, it's a business move, okay? They looked at their drawing power, and they got together and said, hey, we think there's an opportunity to make more money. Now, over the past year, many sports ventures have not made the money they're used to making. They may not have lost money, although many of them did. Uh, they still had TV deals, but there's no fans in the stadium. There's no concessions. There's no parking. There's less merchandise. All of that has gone downhill because of COVID. So thank you, COVID, right? Now, what that has done to, to the sports world is then to seek out other ways to make money. You look at what happened in the NCAA. There were conferences that said, fuck it, we're playing. There are other conferences that said, we're not playing at all. Then some conferences stepped up and said, fuck it, we're playing. And the ones who weren't playing, eventually, for the most part, had to come around and say, we are going to play. It's because of money. Because they realized there was money on the table. There's money to be made. You could try to do it safely. and, And, you know, as safely as possible. And provide some people with some stuff to watch on TV. Make some money off the TV deals. And put together a product on the field, which may have been a notch below what they're used to because of people opting out, uh, the lack of training, all the COVID protocols and everything else. But these clubs have lost money. In the European Super League, these clubs have lost money as well. And what they've decided is they've gone into not really survival mode, but they've got to figure out how to maximize their investment in these clubs. So they've decided to form the Super League because internationally, these people want to see them play each other. And it doesn't always shake out that way. In these Champions Cups and these Champions Leagues, and 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 these these mega tournaments that are put together by qualifying out of certain, um, you know, certain elements of the the national league that you're in now. Again, I'm not a huge football guy, so you know, non-American football, but the other football, the soccer. So so I'm trying to speak at the most basic level possible. But basically, this is a way for them to guarantee having this league, making this money without having to go through a qualification process. Now, 12 teams are in it. There's no relegation. There's no promotion. Like you see in, say, the EPL, right? The European Premier League. Or the English Premier League. So, they're out there, and and they're basically putting together this league, and they're going to play every year. We don't know the structure. We don't know how many times they're going to play. It's a midweek game, so it's not supposed to affect their national leagues. Um, The national leagues don't seem to give a fuck about that, though. Not too happy, but they're trying to put together an opportunity for them to play and for them to maximize whatever TV deals they can get which seem to be plentiful. Uh the great thing about soccer is it is a global sport so you can get TV deals in all these different countries. You look at WWE, they've got TV deals outside of the US that that can almost come close to what they're making in the US. Nobody thinks about that. They just look at the ratings and whether they're going up and down on a random Monday, right? What the fuck they're talking about? So when you put it all together, these clubs are looking to make money. And I can't blame them. Okay, I'm a wrestling promoter. And I talked about that at the beginning. It's a topic that will make Patrick O'Dowd roll his eyes and send me the rock gif. And I'll know you're listening, Patrick, if you send me the rock gif. And you know what I'm talking about. And I'll send you the Kevin Nash gif in return. Those who follow us on Twitter and have for any time, about a time know what we're talking about here. But I have to put on a show, a card, an event that will appeal to the greatest amount of people. That means I can't put on six matches that Greg DeMarco would only want to see. I need to put on six matches that everybody would want to see. Now, I can't put on six matches that every single person wants to see, but I can put on a match for this person, a match for this person, and, and basically, if I've got six matches, okay, your average, the average person in attendance is going to love three of them, like two of them, and not really care for one. Maybe they'll love to, like two, like two, not care about one, and dislike one, okay? And that's kind of my goal, all right? A, you know, Because now you've got over, over 50%, over like pushing 75% is in that like category, and that keeps them coming back. And we've established a reputation that you're likely going to like this event to the point where we are selling out far in advance, and we're selling a good portion of our tickets before a single thing is announced for the next show. So that tells me we are providing a diverse enough product to make people happy that's business I don't book for what I find entertaining although I try I book to what I know my audience will find entertaining on a larger scale that's what WWE has to do they don't book to the Twitter idiots they book to the larger audience so they can put out a product that people will continue to tune into week after week they know Greg DeMarco doesn't like all three hours of Raw but if I can like about 90 minutes of it then they're going to be okay And that's what they're doing. It's business. It's making money. And they've been able to secure not one, not two, but $3 billion rights deals for their product by doing what I just described. And while certain people don't like it, it's success. It is a business. They're a publicly traded company. I don't know what this Super League has and it's organized and how the financials are gonna work about it. And teams gotta buy in. <clears throat> I do know they got some kind of upfront money and teams are gonna split that. I saw something about that again. I don't know all these details. Okay. Hopefully Mags is listening and can clue me in without the emotional attachment that he has. And I get that emotional attachment, okay? Imagine the NFL teams breaking off and splintering, and 12 of those teams going off on their own and leaving the other 20 behind. Uh, It'd be kind of crazy, right? But the NFL is basically those 12 teams already, just 32 of them, and they make money, and and they can, can continue to make that money. An NFL franchise breaks even before a single person enters the building because of the TV deals. Once those happen, and then you make your money on everything else, right? That's how NFL teams make money. That's why the salary cap is there. Salary cap is literally based on the revenues, the rights deals, so... It's, it's, it's foolproof. It's too big to fail. Just like WWE. They probably have a model that has something to do with their TV rights fees and how they pay people and, and, and what happens there. I need to do a chair shot radio on things you need to stop saying. And one of them is the WrestleMania bonus because that shit doesn't happen anymore. Okay, The WrestleMania payday doesn't exist. And I'll explain why in a future edition of Chair Shot Radio. Maybe we'll talk about that on the Wednesday edition. But this is about money. And it's a business And that's why this is happening, and that's why this is taking place.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore. Everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. TheChairShop.com
2: Final segment of the show. Thank you for checking out that commercial break. Much appreciated. And so I'm parked at my daughter's dance studio, right? And someone is backing in and they're backing in right next to me and it really kind of freaks me out because what if they fuck up? Good news is they didn't fuck up. <clears throat> so anyway, it's just a little fun. You know, I, I like to let you know what I'm doing and what I'm working on when uh, when this shit happens. And I'm sitting outside my daughter's dance studio. She's still got about 20, 25 minutes before she is done. So I'm chilling, waiting for her to come out. So that's where we are here on this, the Greg Demarco edition of Chair Shot Radio. Money makes the world go round. It, it is just a pure fact. One of the reasons why people are so mad in the US about politics is gas prices even if who's president doesn't really affect the gas prices it doesn't matter they're going to get blamed for it okay how the economy is doing really has a lot to say about who gets elected president in this country and that's not maybe for the right reasons but that's just what happens if people are happy eh, then they'll vote for the person that's already there if they want change they'll vote for the new person that could be there right it may not be right but that's just the way it fucking is man that's how this shit works Right or wrong, that's how this shit works. This is all about money. Look at WWE; they just had their second straight two-night WrestleMania. This two-night WrestleMania had fans 25,000 each night, 50,000 total. Originally, they were going to go 45,000 each night, which would have been 90,000 total, but they pulled back from that. Maybe it was because of, of concern about ticket sales. Maybe it was because of concern about health safety protocols. Who knows? WrestleMania Dallas next year. I don't know if they're going by numbers. But we'll call it WrestleMania 38 was originally announced to be a one-night event. And then during the promos during WrestleMania, and it had a date. It had a date attached to it. During the promos, or at least during WrestleMania, both nights, Saturday and Sunday, the Stone Cold Steve Austin commercial just said April 2022 and didn't give us a date. Now, WrestleVotes and some other... And WrestleVotes is a very good wrestling news. Uh, with a Z uh, source, uh, they, they've been proven right. More often, they've been proven wrong. A much better rating than, say, Dave Meltzer or any of the others. They said that right now the talk within the company is still a one-night WrestleMania 28 in Dallas, or 38 in Dallas. I am here to tell you that decision definitely has not been made yet. And the reason why is twofold. I'm not even going to tell you because I know somebody on the inside. I know multiple people on the inside. But that's not what I'm leaning on in this instance, okay? I can lean on facts that we actually know versus rumored and innuendo that I've been told. Look at the, what they've done for WrestleMania. If you can sell out two nights of WrestleMania, you're going to make a shitload more money. They just saw what they could do in the pandemic with the seating. If they go back to full capacity next year, you could lower ticket prices. And if you don't cut them in half, but say you lower them by 20%, but have two nights of WrestleMania, you're going to make more money. Because AT&T Stadium in Texas is not going to charge you double rent for two days. It just doesn't make sense. To, to them because they're going to get concessions they're going to get their cut of ticket sales and so much more they're going to give WWE a deal especially right now when they've been down a full years worth of revenue in that building which is a beautiful facility and can host so much and they're down that revenue by not having uh, the events that they've, they would normally have Wrestlemania uh, which wasn't even really geared to be there though I think it might have been and that's why Hollywood is next year who knows there's just so much opportunity there for the company What they're going to do is they're going to sit down and they're going to say, what's going to make us the most money in the end, the most profit? They're going to take their revenue, they're going to compare it to their cost, and they're going to say, what will bring us the most profit? And that is how they will decide whether or not WrestleMania is a one-night or a two-night event. Now, I guarantee you this Super League thing didn't happen overnight. There was months and maybe a year of preparation and discussions where someone said, how can we make more money? How can we leverage our marketing, our popularity, and our, our impact in our local and national communities? How can we leverage that to make more money? And the answer was the Super League. Now, it hasn't been met with, with universal praise, and a lot of that is because of their National League's banding against, or, or coming together and banning against it. And I don't know. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Look at college football. I'll tell you right now, those major programs would love nothing more than to shut out the group of five and, and just have that power five and bring it together. And this Super League has brought those conversations back up in the U.S. with our college football system. And it wouldn't surprise me if at some point we get that splinter where you've got the power five and the group of five doing their own thing. And that would be better for the group of five because they could crown a national champion and right now the Power Five shuts them out. Fair or not? Who knows? And and they shut them out through scheduling because they have control over that scheduling, uh, which if you went to an NFL-style schedule where it's made for you, but that would be a major overhaul of college football scheduling, which I would be for. I just don't think people would go for it because it's not one governing body that makes those decisions. It's university chancellors and presidents and athletic directors that make those decisions. They're going to do what's best for business the blank business it's what we covered today on chair shot radio remember seven days a week chair shot radio your daily fix today is tuesday i'm greg demarco wednesday greg demarco and miranda morales thursday darren mags kirkby and ray cash head trauma thursdays friday pc Tunney. saturday christopher platt and andrew Belaz, or whatever they come up with because it seems, seems to change each time around Sunday, You've got Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar. They'll be back this week after Patrick's bowling tournament. Last week, Monday, PC Tunney. Right back around to me, Greg DeMarco, on Tuesday. So, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of what we do here at Chairshot Radio. Keep doing whatever you're doing. Keep striving to make yourself better. And remember, until next time, to always use your motherfucking head. So
0: long. A on less conversation, a little more action. Please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more buying, a little less bark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and be satisfying me. Satisfy me.
2: The chair shot Always use
0: your head